Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Ned Reynolds, Mike, the intern, back in the studio on a Thursday morning. So I figured they'd wait till at least the uh, the end of the season to kind of shake things up in Kansas City. But it uh, looks like the Royals are getting a little bit of a shake-up right now, wouldn't you think? They are, and I'm a little bit surprised because it's Dayton Moore who got canned yesterday by the relatively new owner of the Royals, John Sherman. And that puzzles me a little bit. Now, what goes on behind closed doors and the arguing and bickering and so forth and so on, that we don't know. But Dayton Moore took over as the Royals' GM in 2006 and very slowly, over a period of a decade, built that team into a World Series number one runner-up and number two champion. Now, they have since dwindled, and this year, as of today, they are 29 games under 500. And Dayton Moore is not the GM. He was promoted to the president of baseball operations. I've got to admit to you, I don't know what that means. Kind of is being kicked upstairs in a way. But yesterday he was fired. And that does surprise me because John or Dayton Moore is a very astute baseball man, had built other franchises, and in the process, I think, was rebuilding the Royals. I think they have a very nice ball club. Record doesn't show it this year, but it's a young team, one that's getting better, one that needs a little bit of pitching. But the owner, Mr. Sherman, said, not going to happen with this guy. Fired him yesterday. Yeah, well, like I said, it's kind of crazy it happened this close to the end of the season. They just didn't wait till they at least let him finish the season being this close to the end. But I don't know. People do what they do because they do it. All right, uh, let's switch to basketball. Owner of the Phoenix Suns, selling the team. Yeah, this is Mr. Sarver, and he has been, as everyone knows now, suspended by the NBA for a year and fined $10 million for after a 10-month investigation by the NBA of operating a toxic front office. Keep in mind that Mr. Sherman did nothing as far as the law is concerned, nothing wrong. He's not violated any governmental law or any law of the nation, but he did compromise the bylaws of the NBA. And that really is what runs the show. And the commissioner said, we can't have that. Now, the toxic atmosphere included alleged verbal abuse of employees and maybe some utterings of words that aren't acceptable in today's language. Again, they are not against the law, but they are a violation of the ethics procedures of Mr. Silver in the NBA. So Mr. Sarver has been fined. The owners all of whom are billionaires, very wealthy individuals, all of whom, it's kind of a fraternity, they have their inner workings. They're kind of reluctant to take any action. Well, they don't have to this time because Mr. Sarver has volunteered to sell the team under public pressure. Some of the NBA players have said, get him out of there. I don't know where they have any leverage, and they don't have to play for anybody. <laughs> hey, go find yourself some other team, but that's, that's not the way it works. They have said they want the man out of there, so Mr. Sarver said, okay, you want me gone, I will sell the team. And it's two teams because he also owns the Phoenix Mercury, the WNBA mm-hmm. team. That is that is almost entirely the case in the entire NBA since the two of the, the – the WNBA came into existence because the NBA said it was going to ha- happen. And they made the same owners, same owners of those teams. So it's kind of a – uh, an expected conclusion, but he's going to sell both teams, and uh, then the NBA won't have anything to worry about. Anymore. He can buy an island somewhere and retire then if he <laughs> wants to with money like that. All right, so it'll be a nice little homecoming for the Missouri State Bears after what they uh, 
did in Fayetteville last weekend, in my opinion. They got a tough ombre to face off with on Saturday. When do they kick things off? Two o'clock. Two o'clock on Saturday afternoon, Plaster Sports Complex. It is Parents Weekend. And really, I, I think uh, the Bears are expecting, at least I hope they are anyway, a huge crowd to show up. Looks like it's going to be a very nice day. Oh, yeah. South Dakota State, folks, is really, really good. Are they as good as Arkansas? They are different from Arkansas. They're a big physical football team like the Bears. They don't have the depth. They don't have the numbers of players on the bench that the bigger schools do. And therein lies the difference. But you can expect a very hard-hitting football game. The key is the Bears can score points. I'm not sure that South Dakota State can on a consistent basis. We are going to find that out. South Dakota State's star running back, Isaiah Davis, is from here. The Joplin kid. He was Missouri's player of the year in 2019 in high school. How he ever got away, I will never tell you. But he's playing for South Dakota State now, and they promise to come down here and give the Bears fit. South Dakota State's number two in America in Division One AA. The Bears are number five. Be a hell of a game. So, Cardinals finally scored some runs last night. They did not. What the hell is going on? Uh, they have to ask themselves that question here. Now, Mike, I'm going to point this out now. Cardinals got shut out last night, one to nothing, by the San Diego Padres. They struck out, they being the Cardinals, 13 times. Got two hits. Albert Pujols did get one of the hits. But 13 times they went down on strikes. When does this become a concern for the Cardinals? They haven't scored in the last three games. That is 27 innings in which they have not scored a run. 27 innings. Three games in which they've been shut out. Three straight games. And then you go back and see the last game they won was a one to nothing game that they won in 11 innings. That means they scored a run in the 11th. That means the Cardinals folks have not scored in 35 of the last 36 innings. When does this become a point of concern? Well, right now. Not. Well, in a <laughs> sense it does, but they've already wrapped up the regular season, so uh, perhaps perhaps the point of concern is not quite as impacting as it will be for the final games of the year unless they get this straightened out because they're going to go into the playoffs in a bit of a slump, at least we think they will. Now, Cardinals and the Padres play again this afternoon. After today's game, the Cardinals have 11 games remaining in the season. Got to rework that lineup a little bit and find out why this stagnation has developed with their offense. They have hit points like this before in the season, but it hadn't been very long. This time, it is long. They better get it corrected in a hurry. Yeah, unless they are just uh, kind of coasting through the regular season. Don't think but that's I, don't, the case. I don't think that's the pro, case either. Pro sports teams, you hear about that, and we in the media, ah, they're coasting through. No, they're not either. They're they're playing hard. Now, their mentality may be subconsciously a little bit less than strong, but who knows that. But no, not intentionally. Real coast. quick, I was when I was in Vegas and we were shooting all that stuff for Circa, one of the guys I was with there put a futures down on, or had put a futures down on Padres winning the whole thing. What are their chances? Right yeah, now? Well, once you get in the playoffs, you wipe the records clean. Yeah, so and right now, the Padres are in. They are in. They're so one of the still... wild card teams, and the way the schedule's working out now, they play the Cardinals again. God, could be a hell of a, hell of a playoff. We'll see. All right. Uh, Royals, um, how'd they do against the Twins? They won. Than... Kansas City won despite the uh, the fact that their president of baseball yeah. operations and former general manager and guy who brought this team together uh, got fired yesterday. Won 5-2 over the Minnesota Twins. What kind of an effect that has on the team, you don't really know because we're not major leaguers and we don't have that much association with the front office. Although you could make a comparison if a front office person got 
jettisoned from your company, how would you feel about it? Well, there are a lot of personal feelings. Anyway, the fact of the matter remains, the Royals did win 5-2. Kansas City, like the Cardinals, has just a few games remaining in their season, and they'll call it quits. The uh, Pirates and the Yankees played last night at Yankee Stadium. Yankees won at 14-2 over Pittsburgh. Aaron Judge had no home runs. I was going to say something about that. So ESPN, during that game, was sending, all right, Aaron Judge is coming up to bat. Watch it here, because I have ESPN on my phone. And the first uh, bat, I was doing something. I was like, eh. Second time that happened, which was his second at bat, it was early in the game. I got on, watched him strike out. I was like, I'm not helping the judge. And I turned it off. <laughs> I guess I'm not going to see that one. But uh, I think it's just, it just uh, at the time, I was just like, man, God, technology has come so far now. It's like, because um, uh, in, in the broadcasters knew it, because as soon as he came up to bat, they were like, welcome the millions across the country that are watching the, because they, they know everyone's tuning in just to see if they can catch it and, and say they watch it. I can tell you watching. how they know, too, since it happened to me on a couple of occasions. ESPN has all this control and they have the agreements. Uh huh. They, what they do is they message the producer. They get the names of all these producers of whatever the event is. They send them an immediate message. You're on national. Tell your announcer. Oh, and they tell you through the earphones. So then you say. You're, you're on. Hey, folks, <laughs> back around the country. It's <laughs> great. <laughs> and that's when Ned would reach under the desk, grab that little bottle he had there, fill up the cup, and say, all right, time to roll. <laughs> and now, folks, Jack Daniels all <laughs> <laughs> Powered by J.D. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, it's been an exciting conclusion to the regular season, to say the least. It's great that we'll probably have some local representation with the Cardinals, but uh, Al's got two more to go, man. Two more. Indeed. He still is at 698. Uh, again, folks, you have to understand, he is already the fourth all-time leading home run hitter. He's not chasing that. He's already there. He passed A-Rod a couple weeks ago, so he is there as, as number four. What he would like to get is number 700. Because there are only three players in history who have achieved that. You all know it. Barry Bonds, Henry Aaron, and George Herman Ruth. They're the only ones ever to hit more than 700 home runs. Albert would love to be number four. Not there yet. Still has two to go. And after today, he'll have 11 games to get that done. I like the odds still. Still. We'll see. The Cardinals just need to score runs right now, though. You think uh, the old judge is going to catch him? 700? Uh, I doubt it because don't I don't think I don't think Aaron Judge will be around all that long. As a matter of fact, yeah. he's not a newcomer to baseball. No. And the interesting thing about Judge is that he is a, at the end of the year he's a free agent. He can go all over. He can. He doesn't want to sign with the Yankees. He didn't sign with them when he had a chance back in August. So he is going to be a free agent. He's from California. He went to college at Fresno State. That's in the San Francisco area. Does he want to go there? The team that's hot on his trail right now as a free agent can't do anything yet until the season's over. That's tampering. But uh, the team that's hot on his trail is the Boston Red Sox. And when you think about that, Aaron Judge, a six foot seven right-hander at the Green Monster. Oh. Oh, he might be able to pad that. Yeah, I was like, he's gonna. <laughs> he might be able to pad that a little bit, and that might go into his decision. Ned, you have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow, man.